Here we are. Mm. One more time. Mm-hmm. Remember One the whole more time. Yeah. Remember yep. the whole reeling thing? Yeah. Yep. Reeling boys. They reeled us in real close and here we yeah. are. They really welcome back to the A Sports Podcast. My Where name's Amir Hamid. Three broken hearts. And- That's Brand Bo. <laughs> That's Moro Cesario. Hey. How's it going? It's that bad today. That's how you know it's bad. We're at that we're at that point. Oh man. <laughs> Where did we go wrong? Were we wrong to believe that they could actually do it? Did we actually believe? No, I think that we all did. Mm -hmm. I never said it, but I thought the Leafs would win in three. (laughs) I honestly almost said that Columbus would win before the series because of their goaltending. Yeah. The goaltending wasn't the only reason they won the series, but I mean, definitely helped. The Leafs shot 2% in the series or under 2%. It wasn't even. It was 1.97. Yep. You don't come out of a game four with such a triumphant win and pull a big dud like that. Come on. Yes, you don't do. Even, yes, you do. Score. But because like the least have shown us every time. Every I know time they pull up this great team, win. What like, do we do? We any, follow them for the biggest stinker. Yeah, but any normal team well, doesn't do that. Right. No. Last no. year, last year when the when the least had a chance to close it out and game six and then Boston goes back and pulls two in a row. That's mm-hmm. what a normal team does. You drive and take the momentum you got and win a fucking game deciding game seven then, but you go out and you win a game five against freaking all odds, three minutes left in game four. Come on. The Leafs are going to leave. And then to make matters worse. Uh, oh, here we go. 12% chance today. We're all 12 point five. and a half. Oh, sorry, sorry. Five. And I don't know if you guys just saw the video, mm. but let's say one second earlier, mm. they choose to push the button. The Leafs ball was in the. Really? Yep. Uh, do you, have you guys not seen that video? I think it's Cor- uh, No, and I don't want to. Yep. Don't, don't watch it because it's literally the, the ball right before. The Is last the two days have been nightmare fuel, man. There's that. There's John Tavares hitting the inside of the post for oh. that tying goal at the time. Like, just pure nightmare fuel. And mm-hmm. welcome to Toronto. Mm-hmm. But the the media's made it so much worse. Yep. I tried to stay off Twitter, and I I can't so do it. Crazy, I, I yeah. don't have the ability to do it. And yeah. you hop on there, and it doesn't matter who's t- tweeting something. It's a stupid take. Doesn't matter what side it's coming from, whether it's the the stat heads or the the bag heads or the everything else in betweens. It, it's a bad take. There hasn't I haven't seen like I literally tweeted out. I'm like, find me someone with an original thought right now. You won't find anyone. Okay. Um, I have my thoughts on the game. I wrote this big. I have this big jot notes of 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 stuff. Just my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to talk about the game, or that's really been talked about? We can talk about it a little. Okay. I, have, I want to go. I want to go through my list because without like after my list, I don't think that there's many questions that needs to be asked. Nope. So shoot shoot your shot about the game. Um, first and foremost, that Tavares Matthews Marner line was the worst idea Sheldon Keefe had. 
because it made every other offensive line use exactly like i love it they're dominating and they had the puck the whole time but they're still getting shut down because there's a there's a warensky jones on the end of it they're not gonna score you turned yourself into columbus to where it was only the dubois like Mm -hmm. back at the line Mm -hmm. and you know what on a regular day that's fine because toronto's depth is better than uh, columbus's depth but toronto's depth didn't show up in this series they had no points they had eight points they in the one goal series. from the bottom six. Anyone that's not named uh, Marner, Matthews, Tavares, or Nylander, there was eight points combined. Yep. And I think three of them were from Riley and two were from Kerfoot. And I, yeah. I have the numbers. I'll pull them up. Ilya Mikheyev had, I think it was 16 shots or 18 shots directed at the net. Six or 18 shots attempts, sorry, is what I'm looking for. And uh, I think it was six of them. Hit the net. None of them went in. All six of them hit the chest. Uh, let me see. Here it is. Ingvall had, I think he had nine. Oh, there you go. Six. He had six shots on, I think it was nine. Yeah, nine attempts. Nothing went in the net. Like these are your guys that were point producers in the season, just couldn't get it done. And Keith did nothing to help them in the last game. Like I don't think Keith did a bad job by any means. I think he's a rookie coach and he's going to make mistakes, which is fine. But the fact that you have your three biggest guns up together and then nothing behind that, I, you're not winning. And I mean, Keith said we had good performances from some guys. I'm like, not even some guys. You had good performances from three guys, Matthews, Tavares and Riley. I'd say Freddie for most of the series. I would agree. Oh, I I would agree. But I think even, even myself who is a Freddie defender, like, Yes, I would throw him in there, but I, I was talking about from last game. Yeah, I, I know you need to score in order to win games, but that's my biggest seeing argument. that second goal go in is oh, the it's biggest it's deflating. It's so deflating. But also, it didn't lose you the game. No. No, I'm, but with what was help. it? 13 minutes. It put the nail in the, the coffin. It put the nail in the coffin. Mentally, you, down couldn't one score, you couldn't score already. They'd, they'd already come back from a bigger deficit with less amount of time, but just Mm -hmm. seeing how things had gone in the first Tavares hits the inside of the post. Like you knew it was going to be one of those nights where really that's the one that doesn't go in. And then from that point on, do you really think you're going to get a closer chance? Like to me, as soon as I saw that, it's like, come on. It was was one of those nights where you had to create something special and they just couldn't like, there was just nothing there. The one thing I wanted to say though, was that going back to the whole secondary scoring, like they, they showed it after the end of the game. It's like mm-hmm. the only ones, okay. Tavares got his goal. Matthews yep. got his goal. Nylander scored. Uh, Two. The only other guys who scored were Hyman, which doesn't really count as a, secondary scoring because even though he's he was on the first at line. times he was yeah. at times if he played on the second or third line whatever when they he was in that top over, six spot he played well. in a extra attacker role doesn't yeah, count no cc's one shot that happened by fluke we all saw yeah. it and then it was line one the last yeah i forget who the other one was. was that kerfoot on the shorthanded Kerfoot shorthanded with Kapanen, yeah. so that's i'm okay with that yeah and I then mean, the other one was nick robertson from kerfoot and Kapanen. yeah I mean, again, you look at all the teams that are winning cups, the stories of the HBK line for Pittsburgh, Brian Bickle, Pat Maroon last year. Like, it's always secondary scoring that gets it done. They didn't get enough from the others. No. Yeah. Like, as much as you want to put the blame, oh, 30 million and three guys, 40 million and four guys, they didn't get it done. At the end of the day, you guys need other players around you to step up and pick up when they 
you know, on the off game, like a game five where, you know, Tavares had his chances. He had in tight, got stopped on the right side. And I mean, he hit the post, like he was buzzing. Like he had yeah. chances. It's just on a night like that, to, you hope the third or fourth line gets it done for you. To be fair with John Tavares there, they showed the replays constantly and there were, he had four or five golden opportunities. Mm-hmm. But if you look at every one of those replays, there's a better pass to be made. And that was the one thing I'm like, Tavares was buzzing and he was trying real hard, but like he was gripping the stick too hard in the sense that he just wasn't focusing on what he could have done. And just like, he was just trying to get pucks at the net. And like, there were so many times where you see a guy wide open back door, no D man in between yeah. you. And he tried to go through uh Corby Sallow. I'm like, he, he was good, but he wasn't John Tavares like, and I think that might've hurt. Yeah. I was watching it yesterday at my cousin's house. It was his birthday. So we were all there mm-hmm. and my cousin, he played goalie. He went up to like double a and he's like, if you look at how Corpus Allo plays, like he, he overcommits a little bit. Like he's giving a lot. a lot of room on the back door. Not one. The yeah. only one backdoor pass was the one that Tavares missed. It was an open net and he hit yep. the post. Yep. Other than that, I mean, I could be wrong, but I didn't see. Yeah, wasn't much. I remember like the Nylander pass to Matthews that he missed a couple. Matthews missed like four one timers in this series. Something you never. And he like fanned on a couple. That's what I mean. Like he fanned on four. Like I, it's it's insane. Like that's something you never see out of him, right? It was just it was a weird series from start to finish. Um, do you want me to go through my list of notes and then you guys can give your comment? Okay, Sure. sure. Uh, not fair to drop knees to center when he bla- barely played there no. all year. No, that was ridiculous. No, he he can play it, but he hasn't done it in forever. So Agreed. it's not an easy thing to do. Game it. five, we're gonna do this. Yeah, my um, one knock on Nylander is that he. I know it's not his game, but as a naturally a winger, like when he is expected to play center, though, like he he wasn't he ready for. It. Like he's no. going into the corners pretty soft. He's not winning any puck battles because he's not accustomed to that. And no. He's not trained to do it's that. Completely he's different. Thrown game. into the fire. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I. I felt bad for the kid. Cause like, there's so much he's being bashed now for just yeah. like his lack of really producing anything in the last couple mm-hmm. games. But like he was in such an awkward spot. Like you saw him when he was out there in that extra attacker situation, the guy was one of the best players on the ice. Who like, was it you're talking about? Nylander. Nylander? Yeah. yeah he, like he had the puck so much and he's dishing it beautifully to pretty much everyone. He scored a goal and it's like, he looked like William Nylander, but then you put him in that real awkward role right from the get go too. like he was line or game one, he's with Matthews and that's where he's been. And then game two, you switch his line right away. And now he's trying to get reaccustomed yeah. to John Tavares. Okay. Like, it's just awkward. All series long. For Next me. point. Bottom six had no production at all. Nope. Uh, yeah. Your boy, your biggest, you're the biggest defender of. Mm-hmm. Captain was a no show. Oh, he was awful. That man, no show. I, it's not even, what? not love- even, not even like from a scoring standpoint of. No. Did you make an impact at any? Like, why no. wasn't it you? That in was no capacity, in my opinion. Why wasn't it, it you? Kasperi Kapanen. It's funny. My mom actually made this point, and I. It was the most hockey relevant thing I've ever heard her say, but she, uh, she's just like Kasperi Kapanen, all the talent in the world. The guy can fly great hands, zero hockey, zero, no, zero hockey no. sense, zero yeah, hockey yeah. sense in the kid. He is never in the right spot or at least in this series. Anyways, never in the right spot, never doing the right thing. He went offside like four times. I'm like, man, I didn't really notice it until then, but like he, none it's stonehead the entire time. And it was really funny the one time because they had him out there with Mikheyev, who's the same for me. 
Um, and then it was CC and Marincin on the back end. And then it was Alex Kerfoot. I'm like, you have four guys with zero hockey sense and a Harvard graduate. I'm like what a line to have. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Okay. Uh, we're going to get into it. Okay. <laughs> Muzzin and Riley and probably Hall because of his extension are the only D men that are going to be on, on the, our team next year that are, that played in this game. Mm-hmm. The only way Barry stays is with slash is a fit with this team is if he takes a team friendly deal and the Leafs are able to get a defenseman that can babysit him. Yep. I don't disagree with you. I think if you put Barry with the right partner, the guy's elite. Oh, I agree. But also how many of those guys are there in the league? You can't afford to get him that right partner right now. And you can't afford to get the partner and him on, on contracts. You would think that Muzzin would be the guy that could babysit Barry. And he just wasn't. Yeah. I don't know why. Which is weird. Yeah. You said Hall just because of his extension, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I was not a fan of his game he was the series whatsoever. He, look, man, a lot of people were bashing on CC and Barry. Hall might have been, from his standards, the worst defenseman on the. On I the think by, okay, if we're talking about like by by, by their own ex- standards, by the players' expectations, Barry's got to be the most disappointing one. No, yeah, but you I, knew what Barry was coming into the series. Like he, Barry, you know, Barry no, 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 I'm talking about what you yeah, got from, from, the before the, from before the year. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. in the playoffs specifically, if you look at what Barry's season was and what his playoffs was, it's, it's not exactly. that big of a fall off. It was, far. It was that if you look at, what he was. Yeah. Exactly. Paul if you look at much Paul, better the regular season, season than he was on the playoffs. Yeah. He, he fell off the face of the earth. He was terrible. What was it? What's his extension? Isn't it only like two million? It's only two million. It's not good. Still. It's not good. No. Like, like my dad not pointed it out game one. Guy. Yeah, like my dad pointed it out game one. He's like, "Who is this guy number three that's playing?" I'm like, "He's he's awful." I'm yeah. like, "Dad, like that's Justin Hall. He had like a pretty good season." He's like, "He's so fucking slow." I'm like. He, but he was not like that in this season. He was like arguably know. our second best defenseman. He was that's what I'm he, saying. He legitimately argue is better than Morgan Riley. If Muzzin was our best defenseman. Well, he was your number one for a while. Hey, that's what I mean. Muzzin and Riley, Riley were both there. out. Yeah. He was the guy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And he was the number four or five, maybe six sometimes. He was bad. Clearly the break hit him hard. And I mean, yeah. it, it just did not look good for him at all throughout this. this I mean, playoffs. like if, you, if, if we think about it, like rationally, this is the first time he's gotten action in the playoffs. And then yeah. also okay. have, but have seen action. Like it, I'm sure it's shocking that a break would hurt him because he took an entire year off from playing NHL hockey. Like the guy didn't even play last year. And then all of a sudden he shows up and he's a good defenseman. And then you take another break and it just disappears. Yeah. It's 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 frightening that I, I think don't he like was, him. He was one of those guys that like during the so we they, the in the lead up to the to the bubble, they talked about guys that would struggle like getting up into game shape and stuff. And he's like the prime example of what I would assume. Yeah, I'd, I'd assume happened. There were a few guys on this team that either played their way out of their extensions that they're owed or played their way out of money that they were expected to get. And mm-hmm. I think Hall is at the top of that list. I don't think he's really worth 2 million anymore. I think Pierre Ingvall is not worth the 1.25 that he's getting. If you're going to play him on your fourth line. Okay. Um, and then you look at a guy like Ilya Mikheyev before this, this playoffs, people you were like argued 3 million. People were saying trade cap or Janssen and give him that money. I, I wouldn't agree with that I, ever. Okay. Um, you could, I, I talk about that later on, but okay, yeah. So Sandin would have been much better than Marty Marincin. No shit. 
Did you yeah. see that fucking goal? Yep. There's nobody else in the offensive end. Everyone's like, oh, it was a bad change. Yeah, it was a, it was bad, a bad change. change by There's home. no Blue Jackets on the ice either. It's one-on-one, Marinchin on fucking uh, Foodie, and he just decides to basically lay down in the center of the ice and go, here you go, Liam. Yep. Like He's not covering a pass because the only other Blue Jacket comes in behind Foodie. I'm like, what are you covering? Mm-hmm. Bad, bad shot should not have gone in the net. Shouldn't even have happened to begin with. Marinchin, who's 19 feet tall, should have been at least somewhere near him. It was embarrassing. Marner never had a Mitch play all season, all, all playoffs, all really, all series. He tried. He galaxy brains so many passes. There were times That's I was saying thing. it last night. I think he, he was, was trying, trying to bounce pucks off refs, for God's sakes. The thing is, like, I always see him as the guy who he has the heart. It's just he tries to overcomplicate it so much. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's, he's trying, trying to make to a, a number 10 skill play. Like, he's trying to make a number 10 out of 10 play when it only needs to be, you know, a simple... A, a six. six. And it's like, yeah. you look at the goals that Columbus scored last night. <laughs> you kidding me? Yeah. Off Boone Jenner's knee, whoever it yep. was in front okay. or off Barry's. Tyson Barry. And I was just like, oh. Well, between the, oh, either of them. No, it was Tyson Barry. Yeah. I was, it was, I like, I ugly, it, I was like, Brad, um, who put that in the net? Yeah. <laughs> More goals for them than he did for us. Yeah, that was not great, but. Not much you could do. He was just trying to tie no, up this guy. No, but that's what I mean. Like it's, it's a fun. simple play. Throw funny. it on it's net. Really fun. Exactly. That's all. Like when when CC takes that god awful shot from the point. <laughs> exactly. On, I'm still like at least net. he threw it at the fucking net. Threw it near the net. You didn't throw but it on that. So <laughs> I mean, there's so many times where I'm just like, do if something. That, that's how he scored. He threw exactly. it two feet wide and it hit a shin yeah. and went in. Like yeah. the one highlight play Mitch had throughout the entire playoff series was the one seeing eye pass he made to Nylander on the power play. Yeah. And that's a 10 out of 10 play in terms of they didn't even win that game. Pass. And they didn't even win. Exactly. um, That Morgan, or the Austin Matthews passed to Morgan Riley to spring him on a breakaway. Oh, you guys see that one where he flipped it in the air and put it on his table line. I'm like, give him the rest of Mitch Marner's contract and ship him out. Like, Oh my God. Uh, the most annoying thing I'm seeing on my timeline is same old Leafs coming from people that didn't watch the Leafs all fucking year. Yeah. Fuck right off. Yeah. Welcome to the playoffs. Oh, same old Leafs. It's like, no, you don't even know what these Leafs are. Yeah. You didn't watch the game. Half of you didn't even know Justin Hall existed. Okay. You don't know how to pronounce Elia's last name. Freddie had two bad goals all series, all series, one in game one and one in game five. But you're paying your four forwards forty million dollars, forty million dollars for four players, and you put up a goose egg in both. He's entering his contract year. You can put his name out there to that he's on the block, but it's not like a he's got to go situation. So here's my thing on the. Entire- I think that's completely rational. Yeah, no, no, I agree okay. with everything okay. you just said. Cool. Um, cool. My thing on the goaltending situation is. Freddie Anderson is a really well-liked guy in that clubhouse, yeah. not a clubhouse in the dressing room. Yeah. Um, if you trade him, that is the biggest kick in the ass as the like, let's fucking yeah. go. Yeah. And if you trade Freddie Anderson, you get a half decent D man back. Do you know who the goalies are on the, uh, that are free agents right now? It's, I it's, know who they are. Robin Leonard is the second best one. Jacob Markstrom is the best one because you can get him yeah. at about five or six million dollars. And then you also have Braden Holpe, who I have no faith in, but he could do it. And there's a couple other names. If I don't know if I'm going to take a shot, but like if I'm a team, I take a shot at all. Here's, here's where yeah. I want to start a discussion now, because this is a, this was a talk I'm having with my cousins 
my goal, my cousin, he's a goalie, loves Anderson. And yep. what, what position are the Leafs going to be putting at the end of the season now when he needs a contract? Are they going to go out and fork out eight or nine million to pay no, him? They're, they're I don't not, think they're, that's fiscal. I don't think Dubis is going to do that. No. I, I don't think it's fiscally possible. I, I no. don't. And I love no. Freddie. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, how are they going to come up with the money you can to go to and keep pay one, this goal? You can choose to keep one of Riley or Anderson. Basically. Uh, and I mean, at uh, the end uh, of the day, for I'm me, it, it's, it's defend. I agree. And that's what I mean. And now this goes to the to the point. You look at all of the teams that are in the the playoffs right now, I can name some pretty not elite goalies that are there, but they put up great numbers, but not headline names, right? Like you look at Darcy Kemper. Mm-hmm. Well, he you look at it was Staylock. It was Staylock. It was Staylock. Kemper's in uh, Arizona. In uh, Arizona. Oh, sorry, sorry. I, I, I mean, you, you, by you, no means a head. <laughs> no, no, again, like by no means a headline name no. of a goalie. No, no, like they literally took a shot. Like I would be in favor of the Leafs trading Anderson and taking a shot at one of those guys. You like, like find, find, find a Darcy Kemper. He was a free not, agent and anyone could have had him. It's not even hard. Like you look at one of the Rangers goalies right now, whether Shesterkin or Georgiev, it's yeah. just a matter of having good team defense in front of them. I'm sure like, look at, look at what happened Calgary. to Sergei Bobrovsky as yes soon as he left no. Florida. Look at what happened yeah. when he left Florida. Mm-hmm. You're I mean, talking about that, a two time. Florida, you mean? Yeah. As soon as he signed out of Columbus, he, he went from went putting up Vesna numbers to what? Almost like their system is good. Almost like they're defensive good. Columbus, it's almost like the team that swept fucking Tampa Bay last year knows yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. Well, big shock. A totally different team, but yes. Complete same style. But it's the it's the style of play. It doesn't matter that the shuts personnel. Down, that shuts down exactly. The it's the style team. of play. It's a yeah. stifling method of hockey that it right. it just uh, it just clamps guys that are just so offensively talented and they 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 end up left with no space. They're all shooting from the outside. Can't right. score. Um so Jacob Marsham, mm-hmm. same age as Freddie Anderson. Why is it that I have a lot more faith in Jacob Markstrom going forward? Why, like it feels like he's on the way up, and Freddie's just had played so much hockey that it's just like I feel much more faith in Jake Markstrom. I think it's a bit of Am I wrong. The, that? Yeah, I think it's a bit of the you don't know what you totally have in Markstrom okay. that you're the like I oh. could be a Vesna Trophy winner, and like but he, he could also be dog awesome. shit. Like Freddie yeah. is, he's he, shown that this playoffs too. It's so tough because. Everyone's like Freddie's not a big game goalie, and like I, I, I can't really argue against it. But I also the, the like, stats suggest it that he's, he's that he doesn't. Yeah, yeah he's zero and eight. His numbers aren't the greatest in in mm-hmm. those games. But I mean, look at how he played games one to four. Yeah, like the That's numbers were solid. Game five. <laughs> I know, I know, five. I know. But one you look goal. at it. He gave look, up, at, well, look at all the goals he allowed in game three. Which one of them are game four? Which one are you blaming him on? And my dad, my, okay, so my dad always has this conversation. He's like, Freddie's always on his stomach. I'm like, yeah, because that's how he has to make the days there. Yeah. And also, I, he's like, so when I was, I was telling him in game four, like, what goals are you going to blame on Freddie? He was also like, you also just need a guy to make a say. It can't always not be his fault. And I'm like, yeah, I understand that. But also, like, sometimes it's bad luck. Mm-hmm. 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 So here's the, here's the one thing I was going to say. It's just that, you know, he's never had it like 
good with the Leafs. He's always had, you know, mediocre defense he's in front of him where he's forced, yeah. he's forced to pull things out of his ass. And it's, mm-hmm. he's never gotten a fair shake, in my opinion, because he's a really good goalie. Like the numbers show it. Games one to three, he's been stellar. Mm-hmm. He had a and 940 save percentage. What more do you want from the guy? Mm-hmm. Um, can someone explain to me why the storyline right now is how we need to make the defense and oh my God, that, better. that's on my thing that's on my it's like the defense wasn't the fucking problem no, was, we didn't score it out in two games no but it it, it, it we, in a sense it is we didn't score bottom line they gave up an average of two no but non-empty net goals a game you have no competent forward uh you have no competent defense that can play the puck up to your forward and it's so stifling in your attack never anyone's issue everyone's still going on about how this defense can't play defense all they did was play defense they couldn't score the they problem couldn't is, move the puck. They, they, the problem yeah, wasn't like, that they couldn't play defense. The problem was that they couldn't move the puck, which is what their strength was supposed to be. So why like no shit, Jake. you're missing Jake Gardner now because people can can't yeah. move the fucking puck anymore. Yeah. Like dare I, I say it, but they get Tyson Berry to do that? The, what he, he was hurt, but like he but was he, until that last game when he wasn't there. He had one assist all series. No, I mean moving the puck from his own end. He didn't move the puck in the offensive end. But like nobody has the ability to do what Jake Gardner can do. And look who's moving on to the second fucking round. Jake in, Gardner and James in Reimer. Three games. Thanks. <laughs> well, they could have gotten the first overall pick. Like, holy fuck. Uh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, they could use them actually. Which brings me to my next point. If you got well, this is in the past now. If you All got right. the first overall pick, what D-man could you trade for? None. I fucking keep Alexi Lafreniere. Sure. So then I would trade Mitch Marner. So then I would trade one of the big contracts, either him or him or Nylander or both. Can I? Can I, don't I know. Can I speak on this? Um, Go for it. So I've seen a lot all day on and all yesterday and pretty much half the series on like, we need to trade Nylander for a D man. I'm like, you know what? I've been against it all year. Let me try and get on board. All right. So I, you take a look. I want, I need your guys help. Okay. So I, I put, I went on cap friendly. I set the max. There's more, there's more on it, but I kind of want to discuss this because I, no one, yep. no one hopped in with me. So <laughs> I set the, I set the, uh, it's all right. I set the cap hit max at seven because you're you're not going to get anyone else more than seven million dollars in a trade for Nylander unless you unless you package cap but like that's dumb so just right off the bat same guys making the same amount of money as Nylander tell me who on this list you want all right Vlasic no in a trade for Nylander no not at age 34 no or however old he is Brent Seabrook no, he's getting no. healthy. He's a health bomb on one of the worst teams in the playoffs right now. Vlasic, you couldn't pay me to take him. In. No, no, exactly. So we're, we're two down the list right now. Um, Geo. Sure. Sure. But they don't take that trade. He's their fucking captain. Next. Uh, Ryan McDonough. I'm good. No, thank you. Ivan Provorov. Sure. Yeah. They're not yeah. trading yeah. away a 22 no. year old. Okay. No. Even still. So like a lot of the guys on this list are left handed. Ryan Ellis. Yes. Yeah, sure. Why would, okay. why would Nashville do it? Why would Nashville do it? Why would that? they do it? And who you have that they're going to be like, even if it's one for one for Nylander, they're. I think maybe Nashville's enticed. They have such I a. I think it's yeah. It's not. It's not. Nashville's. I'd be like. I'd be like. Here's Johnson and Kapanen. Take it. Give me Ryan Ellis. That's all. Instead of Nylander, uh-huh. you mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. They need. Um, they need. 
They need more centers than they need. I got I got more on the list right now. Uh, Cam Fowler. They need more centers tomorrow. Nashville. No, Nashville. Yeah. Nashville. Yeah. Yon- they have Johnson. Johansson. Johansson. Yeah, but sure. none of those guys Turret, have done anything. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. Duchesne. No, they need a center. They need a real. Oh, I forgot about Duchesne. Actually. They've got three eight million dollar centers. Yeah, and but they, they need none of them score. One. One's a health scratch. No. Um, Cam Fowler. Anyone? Any takers? No. No. Alex Petrangelo is on this list still at that that price tag. You're not getting. I'm not him touching him for what? You're not getting him at that price tag. Doesn't no. matter. No. Um, Keith Andel. Nope. It doesn't. Play I would take Keith Andel, but they're not giving him up. Doesn't play defense. He's okay. He's, uh, he, doesn't play defense. he doesn't play he's defense. Offensive. He's, he's, exactly, he's exactly what you have. And either way, he's a left D. He he now goes to your third pairing. So you're trading Nylander for a third pairing to you, man. Uh, Ellis, we already discussed. Okay, first. Dougie. Uh, sorry. No, first. Second uh, righty on the list that isn't Petrangelo. Tyler, Tyler Myers. Oh. No, they, no. Tyler Myers had 18 minutes in penalties in the fucking postseason <laughs> so far. No. No. Next. Uh, Alex Edler. 33-year-old lefty. Sure. Not really worth not it. For Milan, not for Nylan. Not for Nylan. But I wouldn't mind this having a guy. This is where we're going. Um, Eric Johnson. I would, I'm kind of interested, but not for Nylander. Mm-hmm. These no. are all guys I'd love for the least to have on their back end, just not for the yeah, other. I agree. None of these guys are worth Nylander. Okay. Uh, Johnny Boychuk. Yeah, but no. you could convince me like any of those guys that were like, yeah, we could trade. You could trade Kappen and Johnson. Like, okay, but like well, them, my point, my be point like, oh. I'll, I'll finish off the rest of my list that I'm staring Dumba, at. Uh, yes. Johnny Wojciech, I said, Matt Dumba. Yes. It's closer than the rest. Uh, Nate Schmidt. Yep. Yeah. S.L. Lindell. Yeah. Even though uh, I, he's just signed a contract, he's not getting traded. Mm-hmm. Dougie Hamilton, yeah. 25, he's not going anywhere. Matt Niskanen. Nope. He's um, actually pretty solid. Dougie Hamilton. Not for, again, sure. not for Nylander. No. Yeah. Dougie Hamilton, sure, yeah. but Carolina's not getting that, it. I mean, he's the number one team, man. Mark Stahl? Nope. Duncan Keith? Nope. Jeff Petrie? Yep. Yeah, but not they're not getting rid of him. He's going to be their no, only D man. Not to arrive. He's only got one year left. Mm hmm. Uh, Anton Strollman? Yes, uh, we've tried him. We, we had him. <laughs> we had him. <laughs> Bring him back. Justin Schultz? All, all offense. There's no, no point. No, 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 no. I like him. He's all offense, though. Uh, Colton Pareko is probably the yeah. first name that I look at that I'm like, you know what? If you can manufacture a Nylander deal, Nylander. Yeah. So, I don't know if I want him. And then the next guy. He's a little overrated. Morrow is right. I don't. He, again, he doesn't fit the. They need a, a oh, rock in the back. They need a rock in the back. He is six foot six four. every time. Yeah. And how, how tall is Justin Hall? <laughs> uh, yeah, but Colton Pareko can move his feet. There's a difference. So can Justin Hall, but he doesn't use his body. Yeah. Um, and then the 25th guy on the list. So we are 25 guys down. Mm-hmm. I have found one that I would trade Nylander Ooh. for. Ooh. And that's Colton Pareko. Yeah. I would trade him for an argument on that. I would do it for Dumba. And this is the thing. There's other. So the other names on that list that we said yes to Ryan Ellis, Matt Dumba. Um, who was the other one that we said maybe? Oh, Dougie you know Hamilton. Fuck that. I, w- I actually wouldn't do it for a lot of these guys. I think I would no. only do it for Pareko and Dougie Hamilton. Okay, so even, even Dumbo, I love, talk- like, it's a lot. It's not. I'm it's fine. not worth it. No, so, I, that's what I mean. So you now have, so let's just say our two guys for sure is uh, Dougie Hamilton and what was the other name? Colton Pareko, right? Why would either of these two give give one of them up? Do you know how rare right-handed D-men are in this league? 
there's there's not very many good ones. We just so now opening guys back there. Like you can find random guys. Like where was a? Uh, you don't need to drop seven million dollars off your payroll to find a competent right-handed D-man because they don't come that expensive. They're either eleven million dollars to sign one of them, or they're league men because you have to draft one. Yep. You're not trading for one of these guys. It's a fucking unicorn. It doesn't exist. No, but you can find the okay. Who's the older old guys that are on there? Like Niskanen. You can kind of find those. You can find a Niskanen. Yeah. For not seven million dollars. Exactly. No, you can find them in free agency. If you like go for veteran down. guys, Seth Jones is also on this wait, list. Wait, are you talking about like Ron Hainsey? <laughs> hmm. I'm going there. I will go there. Yeah, but what's Ron Hainsey's contract right now? Okay, good. obviously not what Ottawa paid him. Not good. You tell me, you need I would, veteran you know defense what? like that. I miss Ron Hainsey. I don't miss Ron Hainsey playing first Let's line go. minutes. Yeah. Okay. But as, a six, but as a five, as a five or six, like he's solid. Yes, I agree. Not probably is, not next year, but yes. There's a shit ton of really good left-handed defensemen, mm-hmm. which is great. But we have two that are solid D-men, and then Travis Dermott. You you've got to find two right-handed D, and they don't exist. They're just I think you gotta hope and pray Lilia Green can play next year. Mm-hmm. And then you you're hope gonna have to play a lefty on the right hand side. I don't know if that's that's for certain. Okay, going into next year, Riley Muzzin and Sandine are on the on the left side, correct? Okay. On the right side, it's Hall and maybe Lilia Green. Maybe. I think you would put him in right now. Oh yeah, Dermot. But Dermot's a guy that you can trade. Mm, yeah. Okay. Let's, let's talk about the next thing. We have more. Yeah, I got a ton. Okay. Here's this weird tweet from Justin Bourne. Did you see this? I think so. The Nordic had one. The least, yeah, had the least Nordic players, Nylander, Kapanen, and Engvall, Janssen, been good? Maybe not. But have they been outright awful either? Oh, objectively, yes. Yes, they have. What a garbage take! What the fuck? I- also, what is, is their national like, not like a little racist? Yeah, that's my point. Like, like I know it's against white people, but like it's also still a little racist. No, but, that's what I mean. Like, it's it's he works for Sportsnet now, too. Xenophobic, right? That's, yeah, that's, 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 that's what, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, whoa. um, this is a Sportsnet employee. Like, I, under, no, I understand, like, you're trying to lump them in, like, lump a group of players into a thing, Don't do it like that. Weird how he, you can't really sarcastically make a joke when you're talking about someone's nationality that you're identifying them as. Mm-mm. So that was weird. Yeah. I didn't like that. Like I like born, but that's, that's a not, not a good route to take. There's an 86 year old man that got fired for doing that. <laughs> okay. Uh, I can't remember who tweeted this out, but I think I just copied this tweet. It's weird seeing the, you can't win with this formula. Uh, defense cap situation articles right now. The clear problem in this series was the lack of offense. Toronto's problems are far more complicated than just trade a good forward for a good defenseman and it'll be fine. Kevin it Papetti is who that was. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Pop up a couple times, but yeah, no, I'm 100% on board with him. Yeah. Like, uh, it's unfair to Anderson to make him play perfect in order for your team to win. That's yep. a fact. Yep. In the three games they won, they had him to be they had him to be amazing, or it wasn't this fault in game four. Um, Arjun is yeah. things like oh my Marlander god, views. that guy had some of the worst takes on Twitter the I've worst. seen. 
in the last couple of games. And it's not even like it was both sides. Like it was like, he'd have stupid uh-huh. takes on the pro number side. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he just like full heel turned and went against Freddie and I'm like, buddy, stop. Like, and then I found out he was born in like 2002 or something in 2003. And then I was yeah, like, you're oh, a child. You don't know the game. You have not been alive long enough to fucking talk about it. Like, stop. It's just, it was just weird. Brutal. So many people on Twitter, so many people in that group of Twitter. And then the other dumbass side of Twitter, they're all wrong right now. Like I, I haven't don't seen even him myself. Right I, I, like I, I haven't seen his win a playoff round either. I can't remember 2004. I, I was seven. I do a bit, but. Not much. I barely. You were six, Moro. <laughs> that's what I mean. Yet. I remember. I remember alternating between my uncles yeah. and my house. We would go back and forth, but I don't remember who was on the team. I listened to it on a portable radio. Bet you Arjun doesn't know what that is. <laughs> and like most of the time, like I agree with this stuff, but I thought that was just weird. Hmm. Uh, unfair to me. A lot That's what of- I mean. Like I, there's, there's that entire group on Twitter. Like there's, there's a bunch of them in there. Like I, I put Rehef in that. I, I mean, I'm assuming that's how you do it. Like there's Jake beliefs, uh-huh. a couple other names, but I don't have them on the top of my head, but like, they're all kind of in that same group. And usually I like their stuff and they have some, they're, they're smart. Like they're not complete tools, but all of a sudden that loss just took everyone's brain and snapped. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes Leaf fans can just go from like completely rational to like the in a flip of the switch of just mm-hmm. like giving the hottest takes and like mm-hmm. for some reason they go into like the what least fan Twitter like people perceive it to be. And it's so it's weird. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. You you uh, are the reason that that people yeah. think we are what we are. Like exactly sorry. <laughs> um can we can we live, live laugh leafs mm-hmm. what is it mike stevens and just what is it justin what, what's his cuthbert or whatever whatever his name is so they were like a lot of people were like you had the second or third best goalie in the series no shit your offense couldn't score mm-hmm. you think that columbus is this great if if your offense doesn't shoot two percent under two percent they never had a stretch of four games this year they were they shot under five percent mm-hmm it's crazy. Can we can we talk a little bit more about Leaf fans and like the trades they've come nope, up with nope, after nope. this, or you want to get yeah, to that? I, I've, I've still got. I've, okay. Uh, actually, I think that's it. Okay. So, so yeah. Can okay. We, wait. Can let me give you mine. Okay. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> can we can we just lead this up with like there's the this website it's leafsrumors.com yeah. and like it's a board. Yep. And hockey boards are fun. Yep. I like to browse it sometimes just to be like, how irrational am I? And then I find out I'm not rational because I have the most level head here. Holy shit. Okay. This guy made a whole fucking, he made the trade scenarios and then he did the lineups plus the power play and penalty kill. (laughs) Okay. I didn't write any of the lines down. A bunch of people yeah. did lines, but if I didn't Columbus do it. If defeats Toronto, okay. if Toronto wins the Lafreniere sweepstakes, I would use the least cloud of picks, players, and prospects to create a clear cup favorite. Kapanen, Wall, Janssen, Riley, Kerfoot, Aberg, and a second round pick in 2020 and 2021. Guess to who? To Pittsburgh for Crosby and Jarry. <laughs> What? Wait for this. Crosby with and Pittsburgh Char- eating ha- with Pittsburgh eating half of Crosby's contract. <laughs> oh, but wait, there's ones. more. But wait, there's more. 
Anderson, Lilliger, Nylander, Dermot, Holloway, Abramov for Patrick Kane and Dylan Stroh with Chicago getting half of Kane's contract. Who the fuck's on our team? Sign Petrangle and Bufflin as UFAs. Bufflin. Bufflin Do you want to hear the line? Yeah. I, I, who did we not trade? One mass Crosby can't play center on this team. What? Crosby, Matthews, Cade, oh, Lafreniere, oh. Tavares, Marner. Oh. Uh, didn't we trade Marner? Wait, no, we got no. Crosby and we didn't trade Marner or Matthews oh, or oh, Tavares? We traded Kaplan and Janssen and Riley and we got and ah. two second rounders and Joseph Wall. Who the fuck's Pond playing Saber. defense? Get, okay, keep going. Uh, Bar- uh, Barbanov, Strom, and Mikheyev, third line. Robertson, Hyman, Engvall, fourth line. Dermot, Petrangelo, first pair. on the fourth line. Yeah. Five foot eight, Nick Robertson on our fourth line. Yeah. Nice. Dermot, Petrangelo, first pair. Muzzin, Bufflin, second pair. Let, oh, let uh, time, time. Dermot? Yep. Yep. Is our first pair. Yep. Wow. <laughs> These are fun. Letton and Hall. Sandine Rosen is the fourth pair, and we're bringing Tally Rosen Rosen into the mix. Yeah, Yeah. and then our goal starting goalie is Tristan Jari, and Jack Campbell is a backup. Backup first unit power play: Crosby, Matthews, Marner, Kane, Petrangelo. Yeah, that's the best unit in the league. Second power play: Tavares, Lafreniere, Strom, Mikheyev, Bufflin. First unit power uh, penalty kill. Uh, Hyman, Mikheyev, Engvall, Muzzin, Petrangelo. He put five guys on the first penalty kill. Nice. That's the, you know <laughs> what? That's the best way to kill penalties is if you just put an extra guy out there, you'll never get scored on. It's like playing five on five. Yep. It's great. Wow. So is this like NHL GM mode, but like on amateur? Yeah, kind of. I, I would love I don't to. Even he's think, got, I don't apparently, even, he's got four straights turned on. And the NHL does not allow, wouldn't allow you to retain half of Crosby's contract. You wouldn't be able to get Crosby for all that. You can, yeah, offer, up, you can offer up as many assets as you want. And if none of them are named Matthews, Tavares, or Marner, they hang up before you even speak. Yep. That's wow. So, does any of yours hold the candle? I have some bad ones. They're not like that. Yours helps our team, though. They just make they make no trades that don't happen, and it helps the team. That's great. This one, this guy, I have three. I'll I'll read the first two because they're 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 much less extravagant now that you've read that one. So this one guy, first guy, this is my favorite one, one of my favorites, Marner to Ottawa for the 2025th overall and the 2022nd. Toronto gets a top right-handed D prospect in Jamie Drysdale and also frees up $11 million in cap space to go after Petrangelo or a good pair of D and free agency. And second and fifth. No, 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 no. You get the fifth pick. You don't get the set. You just get the fifth overall pick for Marner and then you get their second round pick. Oh, so then, and then he goes, it gives Ottawa a young superstar to market still leaves them with two firsts and three seconds in 2020. So we just traded Mitch Marner for a fifth overall pick. We drafted Mitch Marner drafted fourth overall. Yeah. Okay, cool. That was interesting. And then this other guy. So Anderson Bracco Hall to the Red Wings. To the Red Wings. You can think of all the assets we're getting from the Red Wings, right? Yeah. So for a second, and Tyler Bertuzzi. What? Yeah, so he goes on from there. Wait, wait, wait. So say it again. Uh, Anderson. 
Yeah. Bracco. Yeah. Justin Hall. Yeah. For a second round pick and Tyler Bertuzzi. It's not as bad as I actually thought. Buddy. No, Anderson I gets you more than no, that. No, I understand that. What's the Bracco point gets that you more than that. <laughs> a second and Bertuzzi? Bracco's getting like Bertuzzi's a six. Right not good. We're, we're talking about all-star Tyler Bertuzzi. Yeah, buddy. Oh, the breaks. He was the third string all-star on their team. Two other guys got hurt. <laughs> it would have been Mantha. He got hurt. It would have been Larkin. He got hurt. So they had to go to Bertuzzi, who had like 12 points on the year. Ugh. Fair so enough. moving on, he kept going. Ingval, Kerfoot, Liljegren to the Rangers. So who do you think we're getting from the Rangers? A demon, Brady Shea. No, you'd it's think, true. right? We need to help the D. We should get a D man, right? I'm no, no. Brandon Lemieux and a fifth for who? <laughs> Ingval, Kerfoot, and Liljegren. What's the point of this? I don't know. <laughs> that was the most like why. It gets better. It gets better. Hold on. Kapanen. Mm-hmm. So now we're getting into value, right? Kapanen and Mulgan to the Oilers. Who are we getting from the Oilers, boys? Jujar Care or Darnell Nurse. No, no, no. Come on. Andreas Athena to see you. No, no. Come on. We're actually getting it. We're getting a D man. So Okay. Ethan uh, Bear. We are getting Ethan Bear for Kasperi Kapanen and Dennis Mulgan. And then Nylander is just going to any team. Doesn't matter who for a first. Doesn't matter what team he's what going he Any team for a first. What a deal, boys. We're getting this is great. And then finally he went Janssen to the Flames. Who's your even trade-off on the Flames, boys? Who? Who? Andreas Janssen to the Flames for Andrew Montefani. Neither of them. Who's an actual even guy that you would think? Are we think? uh, Hold on. Here, wait. Let me let me pull it off. Sam Bennett. Sam Bennett. Jeez. Janssen to the Flames for Sam Bennett. So we have traded Marner. No, wait. Anderson, Bracco, Hall, Ingvall, Kerfoot, Liljegren, Kapanen, Mulgan, Nylander, and Janssen. And we got back Bertuzzi, Lemieux, Bear, and Bennett. Are we blowing it up? Or what's the I don't know. <laughs> why do we have Tavares? Why, why do we have Tavares and Matthews still? There? I don't know. Just trade them and get fucking. Yeah. Uh, Jake Gensel. Both of them. Two of them for Jake Gensel. <laughs> okay. So on to my favorite one. This. So this guy went right from like, we need to sign people. So he's going to sign Braden Holpe for four years. At four and a half million a year. I'm like, that's reasonable for Holpe. He's not going to go for that. But, and then we're going to sign Travis Hamanick for four years at three and a half million a year. I don't hate that. I like, him. that. I, I like him. I'm, I'm okay with that. So the guy got one thing right. So this guy predicted the future and Toronto won the lottery. Round of applause. Good job, Toronto. We drafted Quentin Byfield <laughs> with the first overall pick. We drafted Quentin Byfield. So that he can play center. As much as I like Quentin Byfield. Um, there is a much better name on that list. Okay. So now it gets, it gets way more fun. Nashville. We made a trade with Nashville. We got rid of Frederick Anderson and Travis Dermott. Cool. We got back Robbie Fabro. And Dante Phil, Fabro. Dante Fabro. Right. Robbie Fabry, Dante Fabro. Thank you. Dante Fabro. Mm-hmm. And Philip Tomasino. <laughs> For who? 
Yeah. Philip Tomasino is a good young for, prospect for, who? for uh, Frederick Anderson and Travis Dermott. Because as if they don't have a emerging Finnish goaltender. <laughs> two of them. Yeah. Two goalies. A proven and then an emerging one. They have so. two legitimate goaltenders. They're going to pick up oh, Nash- Frederick Anderson. Nashville? Uh, Nashville? Yeah. Who? Soros and, and uh, Rene. But yeah, but Rene is done. Is they he, have a proven uh, one. Yeah, they have a proven. They still have. They didn't even use Rene. They used Soros. Yeah. Why do they want a backup? Yep. So that's what we're doing. We're getting two. We're getting their best prospect and Dante Fabra for a position of absolute no need for Nashville. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What a good deal, right? Yeah. So and we went over to Edmonton and we traded them Nylander and Liljegren. This is my favorite one. All right, boys. We traded Nylander and Lily. Who did we get back? We got two guys. Who, who sorry? Edmonton. Uh, we didn't even get someone of nurse's caliber. Okay, hold on. In my opinion. We got uh, Adam Larson. You did get Adam Larson out of boy. One for two. No. And hold on, I get one more guess. And we get uh Zach Cassian. We did get Zach Cassian. Yo, I'm actually bombed at this, man. So I don't even know. (laughs) Let's just one for one. Looking at anything. So Nylander for Cashin and Liljegren for Larson. Larson's not even a deem like a good enough D man to go Liljegren for Larson. And then you got for an MVP. Nylander for Cashin, who's almost on the same sort of deal, is he not? Zach Cashin's making what is it, four mil? Yeah, something close. So you save two million dollars to get a player that can't play. <laughs> All right. So it it doesn't end. We go New Jersey gets Andreas Johnson. Toronto gets the Devils' third and fourth round pick for twenty twenty. Okay. What? And then uh, this is the fun one. Toronto gets one guy. Huh? All one guy. This is the same guy doing all this. Okay. Um, Toronto gets LA's second overall pick in the 2020 draft. Uh LA's first round picks in 2021 and 2022. Thomas Bjornfoot, and I don't even know who Wa is. It's either Wa or Roy. Not sure. He didn't have a first name. I don't know. Not a clue. Okay. He didn't he didn't put a first name. He just put Wa. So to get those ridiculous picks, we're giving up Austin Matthews and Justin Hall. <laughs> we're not even the first overall pick. We're getting the second overall pick and their next two firsts for Matthews and Hall. And then with the second overall pick, we're going to draft Olive, uh, uh, Alexi Lafreniere. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And that was his... Uh, I love Leaf fans. This is why people hate us. Okay. Can I give you guys um, some names of R- of uh, UFA? Oh, sorry. These are only RFAs. Mm. But potential RFA guys that, that I would legitimately want on the Leafs. RFA guys? Uh, let's go all because I, I got to update it. Okay. The number one RFA guy I would want is uh, Mackenzie Weger. Yep. Nick was saying the same thing last night. It's I don't hate it. No, I really like it. His numbers are really good. Hmm. Um, okay. Well, are we just going to go down over from the list? Uh, are we going to go yeah. points down? Tony um, D'Angelo. No. Good player. Terrible human being. 
So, no. Petrangelo. No. No, too much. So the big thing right now on Leafs on Leafs everything is sign Petrangelo to whatever he wants. That's the oh. worst decision I've ever heard. Did you see the list I tweeted out last night of yeah. names? Yeah. Like there's all these guys that are making about what Petrangelo is going to make and none of them were in the playoffs. Yeah. It's a terrible idea to invest that much money in a defenseman right now. Uh Tyson Berry. No. Ah. Ryan Pollock, RFA. No, probably not. He doesn't really. I mean, if you I can get him, just look at UFAs because I think RFAs are not really gonna. Okay, so let me change it to RFA or to UFAs only. Stat I got the list of UFAs up, but one sec, I got it. Are we looking at UFAs for the uh, defense? Yeah. Are we looking at straight defense or both? Yeah, defense. Okay. okay. Right-handed defense. We're gonna have to find someone to replace. Austin. I was looking. I was looking at that distinctly, like right-handed defensemen that are UFAs at the end of the year, and there's two that pop out to me that you, okay. I don't know if you guys would agree with, but well, let's, let's let me. Okay, I'm intrigued. Petrangelo, Barry, no, Kevin Shattenkirk. No, that wasn't who I had on my list. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just throwing, oh. I'm just throwing guys out. Yes or no, Shattenkirk? No. I don't. He's getting Shattenkirk. a one point seven five million dollar deal. I'm not opposed to Shattenkirk at like, at like two and a half, two. Yeah. As a not fifth defenseman, maybe Yeah, as a third pairing guy, except Chris Tana. dude, I love Chris Tana, but he's not going anywhere. That was he's my, he's an, he's a UFA, isn't he? Yeah. And he's never signed him. You know what? That if was we the did, first guy I, on my list. I would yeah. be excited to see Chris Tana have come here. Yep. Yep. Of but course. I don't think Vancouver is also never healthy. No. Justin Braun? No. Mark Pissick? Yes. Yep. Didn't he play forward? Yeah. No. We got a great two way player that we brought in. I love it. Radko Gudis. Yes. I fucking hate that guy. I mean, That's why you want him on your team. But it's a sure. Like, why the fuck not? That's the right price. Tanev and Gudis are the two guys job? I will. Uh, how much did he make last year? Three and uh, 3.3. Solid. That was his cap hit, but his salary was 2.5. Solid. So, you're telling me you wouldn't. Under, I would say yes. You're telling me you wouldn't pay Radko Gudis for what Justin Hall is getting paid? Yeah. But I wouldn't pay Justin Hall for what Justin Hall is getting paid. Also, Radko Gudis only thirty. I thought he was. <laughs> so maybe that's worth it. Uh, Justin Schultz? No. I love Justin no. Schultz, but he's not the guy for this team. Travis Hamanick? Yes. Sure. He had a bad year. He did. Which he's but... UFA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't Green even show Mike up. Green? This, right? He opted out of this uh, playoffs. Yeah. He didn't no, I out. would. I don't. I don't want Mike, Mike Green. Green. I don't want Mike Green. Dylan DeMello can hit. Yeah. So yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't Cody, know too much about him. So Cody CC. Yes. But DeMello was the one that Stat Geeks loved his numbers mm-hmm. at the trade deadline. And yep. I wanted him. He went to Washington, right? No, he went to Winnipeg. Oh, that was close. Uh he got hurt then, right? Because he wasn't playing. Um Cody I'm CC. Okay with Cody CC at one point two million dollars. If I don't Cody even want him. Is your third pairing D man at a million and change? I don't okay. Cody CC at a million and change or Rad Kogudas at two. 
Radko Gudis at three on your first line at this point. <laughs> Radko Gudis is definitely better than Cody Cece. You give me a third pairing of Radko Gudis and Ron Hainsey, and I'm the happiest person in the world. <laughs> you think I'm kidding though? No, no, no. Rad- but he played the right side. He can play both. Okay. Radko's a righty, and then you got Ron on, on the left. You kidding me? Who's getting so, by? Remember earlier when we said the issue was trying to get the puck out of our own end? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're telling me a pairing of Radko Gudis and Ron Hainsey are going to get the puck out of our end? But that's I your think- shutdown. That's your shutdown penalty kill pair. Look, it's Demel- better than Demel- Hall and. Demel- you're Demel- telling Demel- you're- no, I don't like Hall. I get it. <laughs> Hall like- and Marinchin as your top defense. The fact your, that Marinchin's uh, in the top seven role, we need more demons. He's on your PK one. Are you yeah. kidding me, Marty yeah. Marinchin? I think Demello's the Demello's the guy. I'm okay with Demello, but like, what's what yeah. did he make? He made nine hundred thousand last year. So he's still like twenty something. He's twenty seven. So he's looking for an actual deal. Three million at least. Three million. More. I'd give him. I'll take Demello at three. I'll you give him three and a half in. over like six years. You can fit that in because you just paid Barry was what? Three and a half. I think it was less than that. I think it was like two and yeah, two point seven five. Yeah. So you're tight. You're tight. Regardless. You're not paying CC four anymore. Yeah. You got to move a contract between the 3 million you get from Barry. Three million. Uh, get, uh, one of Johnson or cap or cap. And then one of those, that's like around 10 million. You can sign if you sign three defensemen at 3 million, and you you keep Riley, you keep Muzzin, you're stuck with Hall, or else you 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 let Sandine play, or even you you get rid of Hall. I'm I'm fine with that, but you got to go out and sign three to two to three defensemen this this off season, okay. or at least let bring me, in two. Let me finish off the list. Okay. TVR. Nah. Eh. It does. It's a, not a different maker. Be, man, I'm okay with it. Yeah, but. exactly. That's what I mean. He's Michael, like the last Michael person. Strong, Michael Stone, Bogosian, Anglin. I really like Michael. Yeah? Yeah. He only made 700000 last year. I, I like him. I think he's pretty responsible in his own end from what I've seen. I could he's be way minus off. Minus five on the year. Minus five? Yeah, but he was on I'm Calgary. Just saying, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Calgary, right? Uh, and uh, Roman Polak. Even though he's not coming. Been there, done that. Let's and do it. I just wanted to, to throw Let's it do there. it. I'm in. Yeah. So I am in. There's only like two guys that we would really like. Three, if we're going to include Tanev, it's like Gudis and I include Tanev, but I don't think it's reasonable. How much is he going to want? Five million? I think at least five. Yeah. Right? That's nah, a little bit much. Five. Depends. Especially if he's 30, at 30 years old and he's never healthy. That's the thing. The kicker is if he, if he plays you at least 70 games. <laughs> Even then, five million. Oh wait, one that we didn't say because he's he's left-handed but plays the right side. TJ Brody. Yeah, I don't know. Is he physical? No, I think, but he's more defensively responsible than uh, his defensive numbers were way better than Tyson Berry. As a four, he wouldn't be bad paired with like Muzzin. Uh, a muzzin, a can, muzzin a yeah, muzzin like Brody. I wouldn't mind. That. I wouldn't I like mind that. that. Yeah. Like that a lot. Cause he'd pair well with somebody who, who's rough yeah. and physical like Muzzin. Mm-hmm. If you could get a deal on Barry. I can't. And you could pair him oh, with, with Gudis. Two right you shots. Two righties. Uh, 
Yeah, why not? Brennan Dillon and uh, Tyson Berry. I think that's a pair, right? Sure. I don't know. I'm just I'm just shooting the shit. Like, I don't think Radko Gudas on the left side matters because the guy can. The, can the guy, yeah, really talk much. Anyway. Is it, isn't Brennan Dillon the 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 left handed version of Radko Gudas? So, I mean, sure. But how much is Barry going to want? I don't really uh, want to. I, I don't want to. He's going to get more than four million, and I wouldn't want to pay I, more than four million. If honestly, I, if I was Tyson Barry, I'm taking the biggest prove it deal I can right now on a one year deal. I'm not doing it with Toronto. Tyson Barry, no, I'm not doing it with Toronto. No, he's not. Yeah, he won't do that with Toronto. That's fair. Like he would do it with like Vancouver, except Vancouver has a power play specialist. Yeah. Sounds like he's going to Detroit. <laughs> He'd still go to Vancouver. Yeah, be the, second guy there. be the second guy there. You know what? He just signed a long-term deal there in Sayonara. I'll see you guys yeah. later. Yeah. Uh, Matt, Mark Berrecki? Or O'Cop? You know what? I don't hate it. Yeah. The guy's actually pretty good in his own end. He's a lefty that plays a lot of side. Yeah. So you put him with Tyson Berry. Yep. Except you're basically you watch, just watching Twitter on the left side. The amount of people that have tweeted out, I'm just glad I don't have to see CC and Barry in a Leafs jersey anymore. I so hope that they sign one of them just so just so these people can explode. If they sign CC at one million, I'm fine. I'm perfectly okay with that. He's anything more than a million and a half. Yep. I hated paying him four million. No, it's not even that. It's that you played him on the first pair. Because mm-hmm. you pay him four million, you kind of yeah. have to make it reasonable. Yeah. If you're paying him a million dollars and he's on your third pairing, we're talking about one of only two D men that actually the only D man that scored a goal in the playoffs for the yeah. Leafs right now. Was he awful on the penalty kill? Not really. No. Yeah. He he had a lot of mental lapses, <laughs> but when he was played in a sparingly role. He was okay. He was a good third pairing defenseman and he did his job. That's all you need right now. It, this is the biggest offseason in Leafs history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. And then so will next offseason. Exactly. That's 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 my point. It's just if you're anyone outside of Matthews, Tavares, that's it, and Riley you're basically touchable. Mm-hmm. You're like <laughs> Hyman's going into I, his walk year. Yep. Uh, I, I love Mitch Marner, but I don't love Mitch Marner's contract. If yep. Mitch Marner did what he did in this playoffs at $7 million, we're not even talking about Mitch Marner. If Mitch Marner did what he did at $9 million, we're not even we're not talking, talking about, about Mitch Marner. No. But because you wanted Matthew's money and you didn't even look like Ilya Mikheyev half the time. Yeah. Sorry, man. Like it's your own, it's your own fault. You put this on yourself. Completely fair. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because this team is going to be drastically different. Do you resign Kyle Clifford? No, God, no, I do. I don't just because you need to pay that second round pick. If you do. Oh, they do. Yeah. Oh, was that a second? If they signed him. Yeah, no, no, no. I like Sorry. Kyle Clifford and I would love to see him back, but I don't resign him just for that. Agreed. Agreed. Um, anything else with the Leafs? No. 
see you next year. What do you guys think the Lisa is next year? Like, do you guys think that any of the big guys move? I do think that one of Captain no. or Janssen. I think this team is going to look at the secondary active. guys. I think the secondary guys move. I think it's about time they bring in defense. When have you ever known Kyle Dubas to panic? I don't think it's panicking though. I think it's partially panicking. free up money. Years. It's been two I think years. It's, no, but I think it's to free up money. And I also think like, to, this is, if his, you, team. This is if his team. You, this is what listen, he wants. Listen, listen, if you can trade a Janssen to not mm-hmm. only free up cap, but also get assets back and then be able to sign a TJ Brody, I do that deal. If the opportunity arises, sure. But you can sign the guys you need without having to trade anybody. And we just, no, but I say that because look, Nick Robertson's going to play at least a third pairing role, a third, third role third next line. year. Yeah. yeah. So if you look at the top six, like if, if you resign, say you resign McKayev at less than whatever Janssen's going to make, like what if you sign McKayev at two If it's more than Engvall, then he's not worth it. It's going to be more than Engvall. Then he's not worth it. Let him walk, let him sit out. I don't give a shit. He's not worth more than 1.2. I think you let him sit out for sure. Like you've got to play hardball with him. If this guy thinks he's even close to Andreas Janssen, then he sits out. And I don't care if he sits out and ends up doing what fucking, uh, what's his name from Edmonton did. Take a walk. I don't care. Thank you. I don't care. Like he's not worth any more than $1.2 million. Agreed. And if he gets anywhere near three or four, that'll be one of the biggest mistakes that Kyle Dubas ever made. Agreed. And I liked McCabe. Like McCabe was good. In He's a snake oil salesman, man. He looked great up front and he, he showed up and it's like, wow, look what this guy can do. But when you take a deeper look at him, the guy has no hands, can't pass the puck. And he went on that one stretch where he was wicked hot. Went ice cold for about a month, went wicked hot, got hurt. And now he just looks like he doesn't even belong in the NHL. Is Freddie the goat back next year at a league man. So you can bury a contract. Yeah. They love Freddie and I'm okay with it. He's a fourth line guy. He's like your 13th forward half the time. It's whatever. He's a filler. What what the fuck do you do with Travis Dermott? Because I, 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 I honestly, sometimes I'm like, man, I love this guy. He plays with tenacity. And the other times I'm like, what are you doing? Taking that penalty diving. And then yep. you just get smoked on defense like half the time. But he was the one guy that was like, I'm throwing my body around and I'm going to, I'm going to blow guys up. They never gave him an extension, did they? No. Qualify him and let him fly. Yeah. Who was that, sir? Durham. Travis Dermott. I like Dermott at two. I don't like Dermott that much. Uh, it's almost another prove it deal, man. Like the guy still hasn't really proved anything. I would sign into the Hall deal, I guess. That's oh, what I mean. man. They gave Hall three years. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah, but it's two million flat. Like at the time, that hall deal seemed fine. I'm still fine with the hall deal. I'm, I'm not fine. Okay, like he, I'm. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that maybe it was the extended break that just fucked him over. But he, he looked brutal. Yep. I mean, it's his first year, like you said, in like, playoff hockey. There's room for him to improve. Not even playoff hockey, just hockey. Uh, just yeah. <laughs> the thing is, he's twenty. He's twenty eight years old. Oh, you're right. Yeah, he's an old, he's an older, young guy. He's a late There's one guy man. that's got to go. Fire him to the moon. <sighs> the assistant coaching staff. No. Kyle Lewis. <laughs> Mar- Marty Marinchin. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I was looking at the D. He's right above oh, him on boy. cat friendly. Um, so. 
What was I going to say? I back on Dubis real quick. Realistically, like let's put into perspective. He's got to win next year. Which no, is- I'm not even worried about that yet. So this year, you just finished this joke of a playoffs. It's not even like a lot of people hated it. Even the experts hated it. And it's one of those things that's like it's an absolute crapshoot. You yeah, had if you're, two, if you're judging your team off of this, then you had the two lowest seeds beat fucking the be- two of the best players on the planet and their teams it, in what should have been walks for both of them. You had Boston go zero and three after being the best team in hockey the entire year long. You had Philly show up and look like the '93 Oilers or whatever the hell they were. Like the this is not something you take and look at your team and go, you know what? This isn't it because this wasn't even a real series. You didn't have Jake Muzzin, which like, I know you don't base your defense on one guy, but he is the one guy you do because he's one of the best defensive defensemen in the game. Right. It, it, he's not going to like Kyle Dubas is not a guy that panics as much as everyone wants him to. He's never shown that he's going to go away from his plan and try and go do something and just blow it up. He's been here two years. A lot more GMs that are a lot worse than him get a lot longer than that. And a lot of them have have been the Leafs GMs. Mm -hmm. It's I don't see this team looking a hell of a lot different than it did this year. Obviously you, you lose CC, you lose Barry. Who else is a free agent up front though? I think that's it, right? Like you might lose Dermot, but I don't think it looks much different. I don't think you trade any of the big guys. No, I think any of the guys that are 3 million and under can move or three, like the peripheral guys can move. That's, that's what I think. The only thing that makes sense is if you wow me with an offer for Nylander or Marner, I don't even do that. And it's gotta be like spectacular. And I think he's smart enough to make those moves if it shows up, but it's gotta be something like ridiculous. Like it can't be something it's just something good. Like, you know what? It makes sense. It's got to be something like we're fleecing them. Mm-hmm. And I don't see that happening. I think this team's going to look almost exactly the same. And I'm fine with that. Give me a real season where everyone is somewhat healthy and then you can judge it. Yep. Don't give me a season where you lose Marner, Tavares, Riley, Muzzin. Uh, I think Barry stayed healthy all year. I was going to say Barry, but Matthews. Didn't look like it. Mm, no even like Barry played some of the worst hockey of his entire life yep like give me a season where everyone mm-hmm. plays the way all they the guys in the team of your expectations with, that they came into the year he's the guy that didn't live up to it the most yeah I put Mitch Marner right, right below him but yeah, he said he didn't have the season yeah he didn't have the season that he had before yep mm-hmm. and he was hurt but mm-hmm. <laughs> It's going to look exactly the same. And I'm sorry if you want to see anything. He's one Mitch Marner. He's $1.8 million overpaid. If he's $9 million, it's fine. Is he 10.8? 10.8. I'm happy already. 10.9. 10.9. It's a lot of money, man. Yep. It's Matthew's money. It's, it's 0.1 less than Matthew's, isn't it? No, 0.1 less than Tavares. It's, it, yeah. Correct. It's. <sighs> It sucks. Yep. I'm okay with it, but it sucks. Mm-hmm. It's just like you set your expectations that high. You're going to have to hit them this year. Yep. If this year looks like this mm-hmm. and everyone's healthy, like if you go through a season where everyone plays and nothing happens and you do this, then it's time to panic. I just, 
this this playoffs is way too much of a a carnival act essentially in order to base your team off that. Is that on the lease? I think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just shitty. Mm-hmm. I did not think we were going to have that much on them. Oh, I did. Um, would you want to talk about Brant? Strowman Marcus opted Stroman. out. Yep. Um, the the Jays won the Strowman trade. Period. End of story. I don't think this is why. Period. End of story. Won the Stroman. I think they won the Stroman trade because they ended up getting the better deal out of the Stroman trade, especially because Marcus Stroman waited until his service time was enough that he would enter free agency. Yeah, of course. Before he opted out, which. Um, Will Middlebrooks actually had a really good tweet about it and he basically said that this isn't that you cannot mark, knock Marcus Stroman for doing this because teams, teams have been do doing yeah. it to guys for years so this is the one opportunity where the player has a chance to be like you know what fuck you I'm going to do this for my health and I'm going to leave and get what I get what I'm do yeah. I think someone's obviously going to sign him the guy's a serviceable pitcher in the MLB he's a 2-3 guy when he's mm-hmm throwing at his best he's he's got a lot of heart yeah obviously he's going to get a deal and you know what i respect him doing it and whether or not you want to believe him on the fact that it's because of covid i i think that's i think yeah, it's I, right I, don't, I don't blame i don't blame him at all for opting out because i think it makes absolute sense mm-hmm. you got to think about yourself long term i'm free agent i don't want to fuck up my money long term what's wrong with anything that he did nothing nope. Nope. On the J side, though, like the Jays got killed when that that trade happened. The fact that they got the seventh and a guy that at the time, Simeon Wood Richardson was like their fifteenth best prospect, yeah. and now Wood Richardson's the Jays' third best prospect, and Anthony Kay is a major league pitcher right now. Yep, I think I think the problem with the Jays for eleven is- games of Marcus Stroman. Yeah, I think the Jays. The problem with them isn't the trades that they're making; it's the way they go about the things they do. And it's just like, if I'm looking, if I'm any player on the market and I'm looking at how they've treated some of their veteran guys, I, I don't know if that's a place I want to play. What do you mean? Like the way, like what they did to Stroman on the way out and what they did to JD on the way out and like how they handled the Edwin situation. And just kinda how, yeah. Like, but like, look at all of those situations, I, look, no, except they, for like Donaldson, what situation was wrong? Edwin. Got you, Nate Pearson. Did it? Yes. The you exact, think it would have been any better with Edwin on the team? The Jays wouldn't have been better with Edwin on the team. That's well, that's what I mean. Like you just like this is the heart no, and soul of your team and no, you no, just no, pissed no. them off for what? No, but you lost no like he left in for agency and you got Nate Pearson got because of Yeah. Because you qualified him. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just the JD situation got fucked up because um he got hurt. So they mm-hmm. they they weren't be able to trade him. Yeah, well it wasn't even like just they didn't include him in anything and this is a guy that won an MVP two years before no I understand it's just like like at some point like yes it's a business but you got to show a little bit of respect for like at least your veteran guys like if you're doing this to the middle of the order guys that are really like or sorry like the bottom of the order guys that aren't really anything fine mm-hmm. I'm, I have no problem with that like it's a business but like when these guys are the face of your franchise like you need to show them some respect or you're not going to have respect from guys that want to come play for you Sure, I but I don't think, think that they're just, in a, they're, they're not really in a position right now to do that, right? Like they're not, not anymore. There. Well, they're not out there trying to go sign Mookie Betts or anyone like that. They're not, even though they said that they kicked the tires on Garrett Cole, they're not legitimately going to sign a guy like that. Like 
I don't know. They're not the Jays aren't aren't going to be in the situation where they're out there trying to get guys on those type of deals. Honestly, like so it doesn't really matter. I think they should be. Sure. A lot of teams have done it and it's won a lot of teams World Series. And if you look at the last 5, they've all drafted really well, but they also all have those fucking ace of their staff that you had to go out and sign. And if you if you don't have very good rapport with the people around the league and the players around the league, it's going to be a lot tougher to do that. Guys, Friday, 8-14. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nickelback is back. I heard. <laughs> no. They have a whole album coming out, right? Yeah. I, so, I guess. I don't know. I just so. saw it on my Twitter. I was like, LOL. Raptors just beat the Bucks. That was nice. Did they? Yeah. They were beating by like 20 and then they put scrubs in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not, uh, Giannis didn't play though. Neither did Lowry, Van Fleet, and Ibaka. So, I mean, so a lot of teams can beat the Bucks when Giannis doesn't play. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, look, the Raptors have three guys. Can they add up to Giannis and make a difference? Who knows? Probably. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a, that afraid of the Bucks. I don't know. They're still the be- probably the best team in the East, but I, I don't, I'm not scared. Did you see the story about Clevenger and then Aaron Savali? Was it Savali or was it um, someone else? The I, other. Oh, wait. Uh, Zach Plesak. They went out after pitching on uh, in Chicago. Mm, oh, did they actually? Yeah. Wasn't Clevenger like bashing people for doing that too? Probably. Like what? And then he, he did that also. Absolute clown. And then so I don't know if you saw, but the Big Ten conference, they canceled college football nice. for the fall. Um, I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about this because I just thought of it. But uh, Ramon Laureano. Oh, buddy. Thank you. I, I can't wait till he gets suspended for 30 games, but like. Yeah. I love it. And also the coach that was starting that whole thing. Be allowed to, to coach no. again. And the fucking idiot. Like you started a fight and then he hit like a little bitch. He yeah. ran away. He was talking shit about Loriano and apparently his mom, which like you're a full grown adult, grow the fuck up. But he does that. And then he like cowers away and just doesn't even get involved. It's like, dude, you're a coach. You're not playing. Go away. Just brutal, but I love it. Thanks. Thank you, Ramon Laureano, for what you did. <laughs> I'll see you in 20 games when you're off your suspension. <laughs> yeah, that's a joke. Uh, is that it for this week? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. We're going to try to do it two times a week and keep these episodes shorter just to get into grooves and sorts is go- getting back on. We'll see how long we stick to that. It's but, funny, uh, though, because we've we've said that and we're going to keep them shorter. And we're going to do twice a week and we've been doing twice a week and we're still at an hour 17. Yep. <laughs> so we'll see. Moro's definitely going to flake out on this. So <laughs> I'll try not to, but I'm I'm like gas. I'm about to fall asleep. Big working man. Just can't can't keep up. I think I've yawned at least four times, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next time. Peace.